Hello and welcome to Small Screen. This is the daily show where I go over all the news of the world in entertainment and pop culture. I'm sorry for the uh, rather iffy beginning then. I'm just trying out a new bit of software and hopefully it works. Hopefully you can hear me. Hopefully everything is going smoothly. Please let me know in the comments if it's not working, if it's not going smoothly. Again, this is a new bit of uh, software I'm using, so this is all new for me. But let's get straight into the big story of the day, especially on small screen, and that's that it looks like Google might have leaked that Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool is going to be in Doctor Strange 2. Doctor Strange in the in the um, sorry in the multiverse of madness. Sorry, I do love that title, but sometimes I get it a bit mixed up. Um, this is really weird. So basically, uh, I was just looking at Google, and I do this quite regularly, looking at casts and on things and seeing if anything changes. And I'll just show you. I'll show the camera directly that this comes up. Can I see that? And then you can see right there. There are three names that are very, very interesting. There's Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Ryan Reynolds. So this kind of leads into my second story, which was that Toby, uh, Toby Maguire and Andrew, and Andrew Garfield's, uh, uh, Garfield seem to be in the cast for Doctor Strange 2. Again, there are a whole load of reasons why this could, this could be the case. This isn't confirmation of anything because, I mean, there's a lot of rubbish on Google and probably... Google's algorithm has kind of seen stories about different people being in different in, in these movies and just kind of piled them all together and put it in a good in a great big cast list. But it's crazy that it hasn't been brought up to anybody. First off, it's kind of insane that Marvel hasn't said anything about this to Google. I would have thought that they would have done. That's why I wanted to have it on my phone to show you uh, to, show, <laughs> to show you the viewers that this is actually happening. Um, but it looks, I mean. Okay, I'm taking it as though it's it's an accidental leak, uh, which is kind of crazy because uh, we've been thinking long and hard about how uh, Deadpool in particular is going to fit into the MCU. And I know thinking about it now, it does kind of seem that Doctor Strange in the in the multi in the universe in the multiverse of madness. Sorry, um, it, it would be a kind of a way to bring him in because um, it really. It, to me, it it makes the most sense to bring him into that movie because, of course, they're ex they're going into the multiverse and there's there's a lot of stuff to explore in the multiverse and it and it seems to me as though this will be the film that introduces him along with um, Andrew Garfield as and Tobey Maguire's version of Spider Man. Again, it would make sense and that that probably ties into the set to to a lot of the rumors that we're hearing about about those two actors being in Spider-Man 3. Again, I have said this time and time again, I don't think that's going to happen. But this new uh, cast kind of leak makes me think that maybe it is. Uh, I actually haven't looked at the cast for Spider-Man 3 yet, so I'll probably do that in a bit uh, to see what that what what's going on there. But to me it just it kind of seems a bit insane that that's up there that no one at Marvel has flagged this up at Google and it hasn't been taken down. It might it might be taken down now, but I have the video proof and uh, I've shown you the um, <laughs> what I find. Like, search for it for yourselves on your phones. It's uh, it's only really it's only I think it's only available on the uh, the mobile version of Google. Uh, but I think it's quite fun. I think it I think it kind of does mean that either they're thinking about it or it's internally it's already been been planned. But then it could again it could be a glitch as far as the algorithm's concerned. But it's, to me, I mean, this is not confirmed, it's speculation, 
But it looks like it might be happening. Fingers crossed. I'll keep my fingers crossed on that one. And uh, with that, I think, um, I mean, let me know what you guys think about it in the comments below. Do you think this is something that that is happening? Do you think it's a way to get Deadpool into the MCU? How do you think they should bring him in? Because I've, I've spoken about this at length, I think, um, before about how it's it's going to be quite difficult to bring a character like Deadpool into the MCU because he is very R-rated uh, as a character. He swears a lot. He's very inappropriate. He's someone that tonally probably wouldn't really fit the Marvel Cinematic Universe but maybe they're looking at ways they can improve that I have been um that there have been discussions about how they could possibly make a uh, a new kind of banner um for these kind of R-rated Marvel movies possibly even using the 20th Century Studio kind of banner and release those MC those R-rated MCU movies under that banner so they can be kind of separate but again this is all speculation I, I I am working on things at the moment. Hopefully, I can bring I can bring something out relatively soon. But it is pure speculation as it as it stands. Maybe they're not even going to bother doing that. Maybe they're just going to bring them into the MCU just out outright, which would be pretty interesting. I think. What do you think? Let me know in the comments below. Right, moving on from that and moving on to Loki. So it's being rumored, and this comes from uh, a leaker called Daniel uh, Richman. Or, um, yeah, I think that's how you say his name. Uh, and according to him. Uh, Loki is actually going to be made bisexual in the upcoming uh, Loki Disney Plus series, which really does make sense as far as the characters concerned in both Norse mythology and the the Marvel comics because he is he's bisexual in both of them. But also that they went he went into a bit more detail about what's going to happen in this series, and it's being rumored that um, Loki is actually going to be going to be played by multiple actors. So um, apparently Richard E. Grant is going to is going to be playing an older version of Loki, and Sophia Di Martino is going to be playing a female version of the character. They've actually spotted her on set. Uh, as basically as Loki so but this isn't this is to be expected because he is the um the the god of mischief and he and he can shapeshift so we do know that's something that he's he's used to doing so what do you guys think is that something that you that you would like to see is that something that you think is happening is it something that really interests you or do you not think so do you are you not interested by this at all I know a lot of people will be thinking oh it's Disney again kind of crowbarring in um you know LGBTQ things and th but to be honest I am all for that uh, we're not crowbarring it in but having more characters of different just different backgrounds um different sexualities different you know it, it it's a celebration of everybody and everyone and I think that's how it should be but I know there are people out there that that aren't so aren't so keen on that aspect of things especially at Disney but I personally I think it's a good thing but what do you guys think let me know in the comments below right moving on from that story and on to the next one which is again I will <laughs> I will say this it's a rumor it comes from we got this covered they are claiming that um they are claiming sorry that Jared Leto room um rumor to want his Joker to fight Joaquin Phoenix's Arthur Fleck so this comes from their sources not mine but I did do a, a long article, a relatively long article on the site about this, about how I think this is not happening. But according to them, it is in discussions and that Jared Leto wants it to happen. I don't know who their sources are. I don't know where they get their information from, but they are saying it's happening. I think it's very, very, very unlikely because one, Jared Leto's version of the Joker does not match uh, Arthur, Arthur Fleck, Joaquin Phoenix's. Two, I don't think Joaquin Phoenix would be interested in this at all. If he's interested in anything, it'd be to make a Joker 2. He would not want to do a movie, not specifically with 
um, Jared Leto, but within that sort of DC Comics universe, that he was just interested in doing Joker because of the script, because of Todd Phillips, because of the vision they had for that film. And the only thing he really wants to do is do a second one of those with Todd Phillips involved. I doubt he'd be interested at all in joining the DCEU and doing that sort of thing and being in a multiverse thing. I don't think that's really his deal. I think it may be Jared Leto wants to do it. Maybe. That's a big maybe. But as far as I'm concerned, I don't think it's going to happen ever. Maybe Jared Leto wants to do it. But let me know what you guys think about that in the comments below. Is that something that you'd like to see? Would you like to see Jared Leto's mad Joker go up against Arthur Fleck? Let me know in the comments below. Right, so moving on from that and on to uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. Well, comic book movies of all time. And that is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. So there's um, a really actually very interesting um, YouTube channel uh, called Geek House Show, I believe it's called, and it's um, uh, they, they get a lot. They're getting a lot of guests on. They had um, Ray Fisher on. Now they had Brandon Ruth. They, they, they there's a lot of there's a lot of people involved in um, in kind of the DC Comics universe that are, that are talking are talking to uh, on that show. And you should really go and check it out actually because they have some good. They have some really good stuff. Ray Porter, I believe, was talking. Had a, did it, they did an interview with him? But anyway, Brandon Ruth was talking to them, and he actually revealed that according to him. A Scott Pilgrim versus the World sequel will probably never happen. It's a bit of a no-brainer, to be honest. But you know, Edgar Wright has kind of uh, voiced. Um, he he he's he did say in the past that he has ideas and that it's something that he'd like to do. But according to uh, to Brandon Ruth, who of course played Todd Ingram in the movie, and he will forever be linked to vegan. Uh, <laughs> that that uh, that quote: "You once were a vegan, now you will be gone." And Brandon Ruth's Todd goes vegan, and you know it's just a fantastic scene uh, with his character in it. Uh, he's uh, the evil ex number three in the movie. If you haven't seen Scott Pilgrim versus the World, do go and see it. Go and watch it. I think it's on Netflix pretty much everywhere. But it's one of those. It's one of those films that I think. I, I think I watch probably once every year. I know a lot of people aren't very fond of it. I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. But here's here's the um, here's the. The quote in all its glory, he said, I mean, I think that's a poss um, that's a, uh, a probably a one. Uh, I just don't think Brian, Lee's Oma Brian Lee O'Malley, who wrote the books, this what the, the wonderful books, is thinking about a sequel. We will see Scott Pilgrim in a different iteration. Will we see Scott Pilgrim in a different iteration? Could it, um, could it be used telling a similar story done in a different way, I suppose? I don't know about a sequel. I'm on board, absolutely on board. The success of the movie that we did, and it certainly gained a lot more popularity and fan creed, uh, cred sorry, over the, uh, over the 10, I think 10 years, I suppose, well, sorry, 10 years since it came out. So it's got a much bigger audience. So I think it's, um, it'd be a box office uh, it'd be at the box office. People, <laughs> butchering this quote, people would be excited about it if they uh, did do one, but I know nothing about anything being in the works for a sequel. So he's, I mean, he's not denying uh, that it that it won't happen, but he's basically saying as far as he knows, there's no, there's no talk of a sequel, which, I mean... It, it really it is to be expected because this this first off the film didn't do it, it bombed at the box office it really did not do well it kind of it's got a cult following now people like me who really really love it and would really love to see a sequel but 
it's just not economically viable to make another one of these movies. It's it is good when films come out. It got really good reviews, like incredible reviews when it first came out. But it needs more than that. It, it, it needs money, and it, it needs to make a lot. It needs to make a lot of money. I don't think it even made its money back. I think it ended up losing money, which is a shame because it is a fantastic film, and I do believe it's actually probably Edgar Wright's best film. Um, he's currently working on a horror film at the moment called Last Night at so- in Last Night in Soho, I believe it's called, and that I'm really looking forward to seeing. And I think he might be more interested in doing more of those kind of things, kind of one-off movies. There has been talk of him kind of possibly doing a fourth um, film with uh, with Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. They're of course at the moment they're really busy. Those two uh, they just released Truth Seekers on Amazon Prime Video, which you sh- you should go and watch. If you like those two, if you like those two guys, it's fantastic. I love that show. But um, as far as Scott Pilgrim versus the World 2 is concerned, I don't think it's going to happen. It seems as though Brandon Ruth is pretty pretty sure it won't happen, which is a shame. But, you know, it's just one of those things. That's Hollywood for you. Right. What do you guys think? Would you guys like to see a, uh, a sequel? Sorry. Uh, a sequel to... Um, uh, to Scott Pilgrim versus the world let me know in the comments below right moving on from that and actually on to a story that uh, has got a lot of traction on the site and especially on social media is that Lashana Lynch she did an interview with Harper's Bazaar and during that interview she actually revealed that she will be playing the new 007 in the upcoming movie in No Time to Die uh, this I, I kind of thought that we knew this already it was kind of I, I believe well it's probably mainly a rumor that this is what's going to happen but I thought it had already been confirmed but apparently not and um, she, yeah, during this interview, she said that she she, she actually revealed that um, she's a secret agent who inherits the 00 title, 007 title while Bond himself is in exile. So she's the new, well, not Bond, but she's the new 007. Um, a lot of people were, it kind of riled people up the wrong way, I suppose, because people don't seem to want a woman play Bond. I think you can have a, a female 007, and maybe have uh, spin-off films with, with Lashana Lynch in them. I think she's fantastic. I think she's a really great actress. Um, and I think I think a lot of people might be uh, might be more inclined to want that once the film comes out because I'm pretty sure she's going to be really really spectacular in that movie. She also went on a, a, and described. Um, she actually revealed that the, the character is called Nomi. And she described her as revolutionary. She said, I am one black woman. If there are another black woman cast in the role, it would have been the same conversation. She would have got she would have got the same attacks, the same abuse. This is of course talking about the abuse she had on online. I just have to remind myself that the conversation is happening and that I'm I'm part of something that will be very, very revolutionary. Which really she will be. Um I think I think this film hopefully will end up kind of silencing a lot of the haters and the people that don't want to see this this sort of thing happen in Hollywood. I think if you, again, it's got really good people behind it, this movie. You know, you've got Phoebe Waller-Bridge that's helped, helped with the script. And it's something that I think, I think it needs to happen. I think there's a lot of this sort of thing that this, uh, a lot of anger and unnecessary anger that's going on online about this sort of thing. But it's not James Bond being replaced. It's, you know, you've got to remember that there will be the Bond films and then there'll be the possibility of having spin-off movies with this new character, which I think, I really do think it should happen because, I, I, again, Lashana Lynch was the best, for me, the best part of Captain Marvel and I think she's probably going to be the best part of this movie. I really do. But, um, you know, maybe once the film comes out, let's talk about that again and, and if if she's not good in the film, then I'll... 
you know, I'll, I'll <laughs> retract what I've said now, but I haven't seen it, so I can't really say anything. But I've got a feeling that she's going to be she's going to be really fantastic in the film. But what do you guys think? Let me know in the comments below. Right. So moving on to the Mandalorian season two, and uh, it was on the th uh, the thirtieth of October they uh, released the new season, well, the first episode of the new season of The Mandalorian. And I spoke at length about how much I loved it. I really, really adored the the latest, the the new, the, the, the episode one called The Marshal, chapter nine, The Marshal of The Mandalorian season two. And it seems as though a lot of people watched it. And um, it's reported that it's been watched, but it was watched during the weekend. These are weekend figures by over 6 million people in the US alone. Um, and that was uh, revealed by Real Goods, which is um, a, a site that does all these things. It releases these numbers, that gets these numbers, and I got it via Forbes. And um, that puts it just below Stranger Things season three's premiere episode. And when you when you think about that, considering first off, considering well, the, the fact that everyone's in lockdown probably, well, not everyone, but most people are are confined in their own homes, so they probably you know just decided to watch it but if you're gonna if you're gonna look at the subscriber base of netflix and compare it to disney plus they're not at the moment they are not comparable netflix is far 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 ahead and the fact that they got so close with that basically means that everyone that had disney plus watched <laughs> the first episode of the mandalorian everyone and within the first weekend which is really really good as far as like these star wars um disney plus tv series are concerned and it also shows to me i'm like well if i'm disney you look at this and you think we've got to take full advantage of this we we've got to really push these out we've got to make more of these star wars uh, tv shows we've got to make more tv shows just in general more stuff for disney plus and we do know that the investors were talking about it and and actually trying to convince higher ups at disney to do more for their streaming service so to me it makes perfect sense um and hopefully this is this will convince people at disney that this is something they really need to do uh if i were a, if i were someone like alan horn or, or someone a higher up at, at disney uh I, I would definitely be looking into this i would i would definitely be thinking of what we can do i mean they probably they must they are but their their shows are quite a ways off at the moment we've got the kenobi series coming we've got the cassian andor series coming there there are rumors of ahsoka tano getting her own uh spin-off uh series uh the the same with bo katan i think is rumored to be getting a spin-off series but they need to be doing i think they need to be doing more things like the mandalorian i think they need to be doing more uh, more shows based on new kind of characters within the star wars universe maybe linked to have other side characters come in that were in like rebels and and, and the clone wars but not I, I i'm not so keen on the idea of them making like a bo-katan series because i don't think there's really that much you can do with it now i know katie sackoff is playing the role so she's a pretty big name and i think she's a, also a very big pull so i think a lot of people would want to see that but i think I think there's a there's there's the worry for me is that there's a stagnation that could happen, especially as far as Star Wars is concerned. Now we know that Disney Plus is also getting the Marvel series, so they're coming as well, and they're making a lot of them. So they could they have that in you know in their locker as well. So they've got a lot of stuff to be looking forward to. They've got the Moon Knight series coming. They've got the uh, one um, Wonder Vision series coming. Uh, the 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 Winter 
sorry, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming. You know, they've got a lot of stuff in the pipeline. The She-Hulk series is, is also coming. So they've got a lot of stuff that, that, that we should be looking forward to. The problem is, at the moment, as it stands, The Mandalorian is basically the only big show they've got, but it's doing well for them. So that's good news. But what do you think about this? Did you watch The Mandalorian Season uh, 2, <laughs> the premiere episode? Sorry, that was a long that was a long sentence to get out. Did you watch it? Uh, what did you think of it? Let me know in the comments below. Right, moving on. And uh, let's. this is going to be the final story of the day today. Uh, there's, all, there's all sorts of other stuff on small screen that you can go and look at, but these are the stories that I picked out. And uh, it's actually Ron Howard. So Ron Howard revealed that um, the fans could make a solo, a Star Wars story to happen. So this is... Um, to me, this is quite. I like the fact that he said. I mean, again, we're reading between the lines where it went. I'll I'll bring up the quote in a second, but it's um. The the, the solo is a difficult, a bit of a difficult um kind of Star Wars film to talk about because I remember when I first saw it, I wasn't very impressed by it. I went to the cinema and I was like, I was watching. It, I was kind of, like, what well, what's the point of this film? And I kind of agreed with a lot of people online who said it's rubbish and it's like that there's nothing really new in it and it's not really, it's not really giving an, giving us anything of of any real value. And there is there is that there is that there, but um, I watched it again recently. Maybe it was the fact that uh, I was in lockdown in the UK and I was thinking I just watched it and I was like, you know what? I really enjoyed it the second time round. Like I loved it. And I, I rewatched all the Star Wars films, and uh, I rewatched um, in particular the two films that kind of really stood out to me were Rogue One and this one, and um, Solo: A Star Wars Story. And I was watching it, and I what I watched both of them, and then at the end of it, I said, "You know what? I think Solo. I preferred Solo to Rogue One, which is crazy because I remember when I first. And you know, you might tell me in the comments if you disagree with me. Again, it's a personal opinion, but rewatching it. I, I think I watched Rogue One three times at the cinema and I, I really adored it. Maybe it's just fatigue, maybe because I, I've watched it so many times. But I remember watching it this this last time thinking, there's something, uh, why am I not enjoying this as much? And why did I like Solo much more? Again, I think it's because, um, I mean, Rogue One, there was the idea of making it quite a dark war movie. And there were elements of that in it. But ultimately, it was really watered down by the end of it. I mean, I know we've spoken about this uh, before, you know, that it is a sad ending. And, and also, there's also the sense that we know kind of how it's going to end to begin with. But when I watched Star Wars, a solo, um, sorry, solo, a Star Wars story, it was really, it was just really good fun. And it's something that I think has been lacking a bit in, um, and something that the Mandalorian has kind of brought back as well. It's that element of just pure joy when it comes to Star Wars. And I really think Alden Ehrenreich's performance in it, I think, is really, really underrated. I also think um, Woody Harlson is brilliant in it. And I think it's the best thing that Amelia Clark's ever done. Like, I think I think she's really good in this. And uh, it ends, spoilers, on a, what I really loved was a, a bit of Darth Maul at the end of it. And, um, you know we can go into what's happened to to ray parker uh in another episode but um no it was some I, I really really enjoyed it and i think it deserves a sequel i think if they do make a sequel maybe make it for like disney plus maybe whether whether it's something they can do i don't know but no let's um 
go down here to the he was actually on an on an episode of lights camera barstool the podcast and um he spoke about the possibility of solo 2 happening and he said no rumblings though and this is not a spoiler or anything but i think there is interest in those characters i think there's interest in the gangster world somewhere down the line but i can assure you there's nothing being developed right now for a movie or disney plus but one great thing is there has been a lot of affection shown for solo and so of course that keeps that keeps boding well for them to eventually turn it around. It's late. I'm sorry. I'm uh, I'm butchering these quotes, but it's uh, that's to me that's quite interesting. To me, reading between the lines, he's basically saying, fans, if you if you pull like a Zack Snyder, you know, the Zack Snyder cut, like the way they did that, the way they got really really motivated online, we could get a solo too, and. That, I don't think that'd be a bad thing. I really, I, I, I think. I mean, I, I did see a lot of people uh, trying to get the hashtag make <laughs> make solo two happen, and you know, there's a lot of solo two and you know that online. But it that there is there is appetite for it out there, and that it seems as though people are interested and do want this to happen. Alden Ehrenreich himself has said he'd like to come back uh, um, and do something with the role. You know, and he probably suffered more than most people uh, when it when it comes to <laughs> to his portrayal of Han Solo. It, 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 well, it, to the movie, and, and in particular his portrayal of Han Solo. People didn't seem to. Um, well, some people, quite vocal people online, didn't seem to gravitate towards it that much, which is a shame because I think it is. I think it is a really good performance. I think I think a lot of people need to rewatch it, and um, and maybe second time round it, it kind of starts growing on you. So. Yeah, I would like to see it happen. I would like to see a solo two happen. Let me know in the comments below if you think that's something that should happen that you want to see. Just let me know what did you enjoy it? Did you did you not? There, I mean, let's have a talk about it. Let's have a conversation. And with that, I'll say thank you very much for watching this rather short tonight live stream. And um, if you don't like watching videos, if you'd rather hear that have this in audio form, there is a podcast, it's called Small Screen Stories. You can get that wherever you get your podcasts, just search Small Screen Stories. You can also follow us on, well, everywhere on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Small Screen GB. We're also now streaming on Twitch. Um, this is the very first time I've done this on Twitch, so <laughs> please uh, bear with me. That's at Small Screen, just plain and simple Small Screen. And uh, you can follow me at uh, EJ Lauder on Twitter. And thank you so much for watching, guys. And I'll see you in the next one. Thanks and goodbye.